At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is our number two of VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here. Still to come in the program in hour number three. We'll do some NFL props as we dive into some of the player props for Conference Championship Sunday. Coming up later this week. And also the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines on the PGA Tour. We're through 36 holes. There has been a cut that has been made. We'll find if there are some golfers that provide a little bit of value heading into, I guess, the quote-unquote weekend. I guess right. moving day tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Friday. Yeah. Saturday is going to be the final round, of course, <laughs> to uh, not compete with the two big games on Sunday. Most definitely. So uh, I like that format, and we'll see if we can uh, get ourselves an outright winner this coming Saturday. But right now, our eyes and our attention is being paid in Boston where the Celtics and the Knicks are in a close game, 115-113. Boston leads it in overtime. Uh, the, the Knicks have been hanging in there. You know, like Boston got out to about a five-point lead in OT, and I was like, all right, well, this game might be over. But mm-hmm. uh, kudos to the Knicks that are playing pretty tough right now. Yeah, trying to, uh, you know, find a way. They've been leading pretty much gate to wire in this game. So 115-113 uh, to 113, uh, game has gone uh, well over the total. Knicks, I believe, closed as about, I want to say, eight and a half. Yep, they were uh, eight and a half point dogs yep. in this game. So. Ju- Julius Randle uh, trying to get a second opportunity. I think uh, I think they're, he's, yeah, d- yeah, he's going to get bailed out with the foul there, and yeah. he did get fouled, by the way. So uh, I 
think that's going to go on uh, Jason Tatum. Well, while they're in the break and while Tatum is yelling at the official, <laughs> the game that's following this one as a part of the national TV doubleheader is the rematch of last year's Western Conference semifinals that went all the way to seven games. Everybody thought Phoenix was going to win. Then Dallas just absolutely blitzed them in that game seven. Luka Doncic, I think at one point, had outscored the Suns mm-hmm. by himself in the game. But uh, Phoenix looking for revenge tonight. One-point favorites, total 221. Anything stand out for you, side or total? Yeah, no, nothing necessarily for me, side or total. Mm-hmm. I do have a prop in this okay. game. I did play uh, DeAndre Ayton over 17.5 points. DeAndre, by the way, has missed the last three <laughs> games. But I think they're going to get him involved tonight. Of course, everybody's really back in the lineup except for Devin Booker. So, you know, Dallas not very big down low. Don't really have a lot of size. I don't. I don't. I don't think Christian Wood. I don't believe he is playing tonight or that he is back as of yet. I never really know with these injuries, man. It, it is almost like a full time job to study the injuries. Yeah, he's still out with the thumb. Maxi Kleber also still out with the hamstring. So I got a feeling this could be a big DeAndre Ayton game tonight. Yeah, I could definitely see DeAndre Ayton having a big performance there as uh, the New York Knicks just knocked down a three. R.J. Barrett. Three ball corner pocket. So Knicks up 116, 28.1 seconds to go. Timeout Boston. A uh, heck of a play by Julius Randle in transition mm-hmm. to get that kind of swing, swing going around. Then Barrett cashes in to put the Knicks up ahead. Yeah. So uh, 116 to 115, 20 seconds left to go. Timeout on the floor. As uh, I was uh, sweating out, it looks like I'm gonna get I'm gonna get home with Abilene Christian. Hey, there you I, go. I have to like watch on the phone because this is one of those ESPN Plus deals. I'm gonna try to mm-hmm. see if we can get a construction of like an ESPN Plus corner here <laughs> in we'll the circus studio. Yeah, if we can get like an ESPN Plus corner, that would be great because so many of these games are streamed. Uh, GCU and Bryce Drew get the win though, 75 mm-hmm. to 73. Uh, real quick to pivot back to college hoops because there is a second half market in that UCLA USC game. Uh, Bruins up 37 25 at the break out there in Los Angeles. USC laying one total at 70. Uh, well, maybe they can do it again, USC, and, and, and come back uh, from way down like they did uh, last week. You look at these shooting percentages, and they're absolutely even 41.4 mm-hmm. for UCLA, 41.7 for USC. UCLA getting a little bit more to the line, 7 to 10. UCLA also owning the glass, 19 to 11. You know, we've talked about USC before. This is not a team that really has a lot of size necessarily. Their biggest guy that they play in that starting lineup, Drew Peterson, he's almost a little bit like a you know a point forward yeah. necessarily. Not not really a guy that eats a lot at the glass. A very skilled player, but UCLA with their biggest lead of the ball game after 20 minutes, 37 to 25. How about the Purdue Boilermakers up 41-34 at halftime, shooting 50 percent or so uh, from the field as well. Jalen Brown just gets a layup right there for the Boston Celtics to go up 117-116. Timeout, Knicks, 24 seconds to go. But uh, Purdue has a 41-34 lead against mm-hmm. the Michigan Wolverines. Boilermakers shooting 50% from the field, 40% from three-point range. Only five shots from three-point range, but they've made two of them here. Right. Uh, and looking at the lines as those start to populate, right now I'm seeing Purdue laying one and a half here yeah. at circa total 73. Yeah, and that, make, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, by the way, Zach Eady, the leading scorer for Purdue, big surprise with 15. Uh uh, Braden Smith, Caleb First, and Mason Gillis each with two fouls for the Boilermakers. Uh, Terrace Reed with three off the bench for Michigan. But I think what you're seeing, Michigan just misses Jed Howard in terms of like the floor spacing. They've airballed a couple threes already, only three of ten 
from three-point range. Michigan is going to have to make threes. Hunter Dickinson, you know, not exactly shooting the ball very well, but getting to the line 13-5, he's holding his own from a point standpoint. And, you know, these guys these guys have got to be able to kind of hold theirs a little bit, and I believe they might have changed the score here yeah, it looks like to 41-35 to and ruled a three Was that impactful for any man? Yeah, well, uh, it, it oh, doesn't matter for the first the half. Yeah, but, they're already over the total. Yeah, but 41-35, to 35, so, you know, it's impactful in the fact that it obviously makes it two possessions. So, yes. yeah. you know, if you don't feel like you're out of it as much, but Michigan is going to have to hit threes in the second half. If they, you know, somebody's going to have to do it. And obviously your best guy, Jet Howard, is not going to be available for you to do that. But Hunter Dickinson, I think, has gone man up with Zach Eady here in the first half. Yeah, Dickinson's been awesome, but his teammates got to come and join him. You know? Yeah. That's as simple as that. Yes. It can't be a one-man show. Uh, as right now, the Knicks are trying to do it all together as well as a collective. They're down 117, 116, 21 seconds to go. Looks like they just called a foul on Boston. So Julius Randle will head to the charity stripe to try to take the lead here. Julius Randle, you know, I got to give this guy credit, man. This guy, mm-hmm. I think he's an all-star. Yeah. And and I hope he makes it for the reserves. I, I don't believe it. I didn't even check to see who made the starters yet. I didn't he, see he that was, before he was, I came He was in. not one of the starters from what I saw. But, but I mean, look, uh, he should definitely make the, the reserve. Uh, and look, how, how, I mean, how do you argue against Jalen Brunson? It's hard, man. Uh, yeah, there's going to be some guys that get snubbed. I, I think it's, it might be my guy Tyrese Halliburton, who, of course, is out with an injury right now. Uh, but I think he was well on his way to being an all-star. So the Eastern Conference All-Stars is Randall makes both free throws, 118-170. Yeah, thank you for finding yeah. that. We'll, we'll get to the All-Stars here a little bit. I just want to see what happens here if they call a timeout. Okay. Because we're down to 15 seconds. Looks like Boston's not going to call a timeout. They do have one in their pocket, but they'll play it out here. As a down to eight seconds, Jalen Brown is fouled. Yep, that's going to be a foul. I think on uh, I think on Jericho Sims there. So, so Brown will go to the line to shoot two to take the lead with seven point six seconds to go. That was one of those fouls where it's like, what 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 are you doing there? You know why are you fouling him? And that's like don't touch his legs. But hey, Jalen Brunson, I guess, just made the mistake. Yeah, it, it was Brunson. Uh, I thought it was Sims based on his reaction, but it was Brunson. So Jalen Brown, no good on the first one. So this the best the he first. can do is tie. Knicks, by the way, do have one timeout left, so they can yeah. go ahead and inbound it at half court. So he misses the first one. Will he miss the second? Pressure free throws. Brown struggled from the free throw line in the finals. I remember that last Yep, and struggling tonight. Wow. And now there's going to be a foul given. 5.7 seconds left to go. The Knicks fans at the Garden saying, all ball. Ball don't lie. Mm -hmm. BDL. (laughs) It's Jalen Brown. BDL. He missed both free throws, and both of them were on the front end. Because usually when a guy misses the first one on the front end, and they miss the second one on the back end, and they go a little bit stronger. Mm -hmm. Both on the front end for Jalen Brown there. In overtime, maybe that's a tired guy out there as he uh, misses both of those with a chance to take the lead as R.J. Barrett will knock down his first free throw. 5.7 seconds to go. Knicks up 119-117. I believe Joe Mazzula is getting ready to call a timeout after this free throw attempt there from R.J. Barrett. He's improved greatly as well. Heck of a player for the Knicks. So he makes both free throws. Three-point game, 5.7 to go as uh, Jalen Brown a little frustrated, but we'll see if – Missoula and that Celtics coaching staff can draw something up to tie the game here to send it to a double OT. So got to set up for a three here, obviously, if you're Boston Celtics. Uh, this is the, this is the opposite of what we always hear. You don't need a three. 
You need a three. Yes, you yeah. do. Does anybody ever said you need a three ever? <laughs> Nobody. I, I never hear it. And by the way, for the options for the Celtics tonight, Derek White, four of seven, uh, Tatum, two of six, Jalen <laughs> Brown, one of eight, Grant Williams, two of six, Sam Hauser, two of four, Malcolm Brogdon, two of six. They were showing a replay there when R.J. Barrett was shooting his free throws. Julius Randle was looking at Jalen Brown and just kind of smiling. Yeah. And you can tell Jalen Brown didn't want to look at him. Jalen Brown was just ticked no, off at himself. No. But Randall was just nodding and smiling like, hey, you missed both those free throws. We're messing with you, man. Like they, like uh, the 49ers were messing with Brett Maher on, yeah. uh, on Sunday. I was ready to fly to Santa Clara and stick up for Maher. I was no, like, I know. Hey, you guys don't better fight them. Kickers, kickers usually are exempt from the teasing. They go, they come yeah. out by themselves. They're in their own little area of the field. Yeah, yeah. Trent Williams. I'm like, Trent, you're like 6'5", 315, trying to pick on Brett That's low, low-hanging like, fruit. Like, what the hell's going on, man? Low-hanging fruit. <laughs> Come on. Kickers furious. are people, too. Yeah, I was furious. I was like, Brett, stand up for yourself out there. Uh, but 5.7 seconds to go here. Celtics inbounding the basketball. They advanced it, so they have a decent, decent look, I believe, at a tying three. And it's going to go to Tatum here. Gets the shot off. Too strong. Block shot. And almost over. got a second one in the Knicks. Uh, the Knicks do wow. not go to die in overtime uh, as an underdog uh, prevails. And really, they should they should have won the game. And they cap. did. Because I, I, I thought the Knicks were dead <laughs> when they went to OT. I said, it's going to overtime. I get what the numbers say. They're plus 140 mm-hmm. or whatever the hell they were. I was like, I, it just feels like if you place a bet on Boston, you just win. You didn't win if you placed that. So I hope you didn't listen to me and make that bet on the Celtics when overtime started because the Knicks get the 120-117 overtime victory at the Garden. We'll recap the win, and we'll get you updated on everything going on in college hoops when we return here on VEASAN Live Bet tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. 
Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, you know, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is v Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on v the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit v to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Welcome back. It's VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. What a game that we saw in the first half of the NBA doubleheader mm-hmm. on national TV. The Knicks go into Boston and beat the Celtics 120-117 in overtime. So the reason why the Knicks and Celtics are playing today, Wes, I'm not sure if you were aware of this, but the NBA is has established something that they're calling Rivalry Week. Okay. So they're going with the whole New York-Boston rivalry. Mm-hmm. And Knicks fans were taking offense to Celtics fans and other people saying, well, uh, how are the Celtics and Knicks a rivalry? One team is a, a contender and one team is not right. a contender. Well, in the last nine games... The Knicks are five and four against the Celtics in the regular season. So mm-hmm. maybe we have a rivalry brewing. And that is an old school <laughs> rivalry. It's New York and Boston. They have yeah. met plenty of times in the Eastern Conference playoffs. So, you know, New York and Boston are rivals in everything, aren't exactly. they? Aren't they? I, I assume so. Yeah. I mean, the, the two cities are kind of like, because New York is seen as like, the city in America. Right. And then Boston kind of has the chip on its shoulder of like, hey, like, you know, we yeah. don't like those you guys. You know, that was like some of uh, my uh, alma mater's fans, Indiana, last week saying, oh, is Illinois really a rival? It's like maybe one side takes it more seriously than the mm-hmm. others. But yeah, absolutely, they're neighboring states, you know. Uh, you know, when uh, Bob Knight and Lou Henson uh, made up later in life, but they famously hated each other. And then, of <laughs> course, uh, the uh, the Eric Gordon deal where he was committed yeah. to Illinois and uh Kelvin Sampson took over at Indiana and never got a chance to recruit him and then took him away from Bruce Weber. There was a lot of heat there. Mm-hmm. Eric Gordon got a lot of heat in Champaign that night, and the Hoosiers came out with a win. So, yeah, know your history. Like, that's the thing, and, and I'm going to be old man, get off my lawn here. <laughs> but there are some folks, you know, some of the 20-somethings out there mm-hmm. that are like, if it didn't happen in the last five minutes, that it never happened. Like, Seriously. Yeah. You know, if it didn't happen in my lifetime, it doesn't matter. You know, it's like, oh, what's 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 that World War Two thing that didn't exist? 
Just because it didn't happen in my lifetime. I mean, Michael Irvin said it best. We're losing recipes. We are you know? losing recipes, <laughs> man. We need, we, need, we need to get them back. <laughs> Learn your history, folks. Yes. Um, to pay it off, because we were talking about it in the last segment, but the game was too good when we went to overtime, the all-star starters for both the Eastern and Western Conference. I know everybody has been on pins and needles mm -hmm. waiting for this information. I actually so am, here. because I don't know. <laughs> so here it is. For the Eastern Conference, uh, you have Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kevin Durant, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, and Kyrie Irving. So those are your five starters in the East. And then in the West, it's LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic, Zion Williamson, and Steph Curry. So Zion, after missing mm -hmm. all those games, is a starter out West. Now it's a fan vote for the starters. Yeah. I it's the coaches, players, and executives that can make up the reserves. They vote on that one mainly. But the fans, of course, you know they're going to want to see Zion out there in an no, all-star game. Yeah, no, no Joel Embiid starting for the uh, Eastern no, Conference. No, no Joel Embiid starting. Yeah, they went with Giannis as yeah, the uh, starting uh, You know what? And, 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 and NBA regular season, and look, I know I bet a lot of the props and stuff with the NBA, but there aren't a lot of NBA regular seasons I really look forward to. I think everybody gets geared for the playoffs, but I am kind of looking forward to Saturday afternoon uh, watching a little right? college basketball, a little Farmers Insurance Open final round. And also Embiid versus Jokic. Hell yes. I hope on Saturday. Don't rest. Don't rest Please those guys. Don't. Play those. It's national TV on, on network television. Well, I didn't know that this was going to be the all-star starters list, but I'm very happy that it is because I actually added a little Joel Embiid position for the MVP earlier today at plus 1050. They had it here at Circa. And I know damn well that Joel Embiid has seen this as, as petty mm. as that guy is on social yeah. media. He is. He, seen he, this he never lets anything bother him. He doesn't him. let it go. So Saturday afternoon on national TV when he faces Nikola Jokic, the guy who has beat him out for MVP in the last two seasons, mm -hmm. I think Embiid's going to come to play. And yeah. I, think, I think he's going to try to make a statement performance and lead his team to a statement win against the best record in the Western Conference, the Denver Nuggets. I, I, I think if you want some Embiid stock, I think now is the time to buy. Now is the time. Stock. Buy stock now. Buy stock now because if he plays well in that game when everybody's watching, mm -hmm. you might have missed and, it. And we and we know that that's what it, that's kind of Embiid's modus operandi. Yeah, is I love that phrase. Yeah. Is okay. <laughs> you know, when I'm on national TV, we saw it. I think last week against the Clippers, where mm -hmm. he just killed those guys. He was an animal. Killed those on, guys on both ends of the. It was floor. almost effortless. Yeah, it was both like, like when he's locked in and engaged. I think he's the best player in the NBA, honestly. No, yeah, I, I kind of <laughs> do, too. He's but, so but, skilled. But the problem is that he's not always, like, engaged. And and, and and him going, like... And every time he, like, falls to the floor, you're worried he just ended his career. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God, they're going to take him out in a, in a, on a gurney here. <laughs> Sometimes he does fall like that, though. But And remember we were talking about what Akeem Olajuwon Big said. <laughs> we talked about Akeem, what he was saying about him. He goes, he takes too many threes. Which yeah. he's probably right, but he makes them. He does. He's so skilled. It's he just a different skilled. era now with these big guys. He, he, he is a very, very skilled And he didn't player. really make, do that in college either at KU. No. You know, that's, back that's, that's, the, that's the thing about the NBA. As somebody that's a college basketball honk, I will defend the NBA. They develop players in the NBA too. Yeah. They coach <laughs> you in the NBA as well, just to let you know. It's like, hey, you want to know? They how don't you just roll the basketballs out. <laughs> you want to know how you get better at basketball? How about you do it all the time and not have to go to class? How about that? Yeah. <laughs> That's how you yeah, when better. you can actually do it for your full-time 24-7, 365 job. Imagine you, that. Did you see last night Joel Embiid? Uh, because he, the Nets and the Sixers played, 
And Joel, of course, obviously with the whole Nets thing coming in with uh, you have Ben Simmons and all that, blah, blah, blah. But he's playing well. And then one of the plays he ended up doing, if you're an old school WWE or WWF fan of the, of the Attitude Area, everybody knows D-Generation X. Yes. And he was doing the, the gesture that D-Generation X does. He was doing the chop. Yes. And <laughs> Kevin Durant apparently tweeted at him during the game saying, uh, lame celebration at Joel Embiid. And then Embiid came back and then tweeted, quote tweeted after the game, hashtag the phrase that they would use. Mm -hmm. And then somebody must have edited this clip together because <laughs> it's like the Motley crew, like the break it down like that. Yeah. Gym. And it's like with Embiid clips intertwined with like the actual video, what DX used. It was like I, I retweeted it to, earlier this morning. I was laughing my you know what off yes. earlier this morning. Just like he is so damn petty. Oh God! And that's why I think he plays well Saturday. He night. He, he holds he, he he can hold a grudge, and you know what? So can Kevin Durant. <laughs> yes. Kevin Durant's a petty, you know what? <laughs> yes. Too. The next time that he sees the Sixers, you know Durant's going for forty. <laughs> oh my God! But but you know what? That's what we like, though. That's Isn't what it? I want to see back. I want to see a little bit of heat. E even though you knew like Magic and Bird were friends, and they did that commercial, mm -hmm. they wanted to kill each other. Oh yeah, on the floor. Michael and Isaiah. Oh, everybody in Isaiah. Yeah, everybody in Isaiah. I mean, we, we saw that materialize in the in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, uh, Michael and Isaiah weren't even friends off the court. They were that was just like oh god hatred. I, the, I almost think it's like Michael and like Magic were like yeah they're they're friends, mm -hmm. but you knew deep down Michael was like I'm the guy I'm about to get these dudes. Yeah, like Michael and Charles Barkley. Yeah, because and and that that grudge is held. Remember when the, when the bad boys after they'd beaten him and they got swept and it was the changing of the guard. And they walked off the floor and didn't shake the bull's hands. Mm -hmm. And I took that personally. <laughs> he took it personally. <laughs> he did. Shout out to the last dance. Got us through the COVID year. No, I did. <laughs> Man, we needed I know. That. We, were, we were so looking forward to that stuff on Sunday night. Like, are you kidding me? How sad of an, of an existence was that? Like, we all knew how the story ended. Mm -hmm. And then we were watching it as if. But it we're was on pins set. and needles. Like, like, what's going to happen? Like, it's the Sopranos finale or something. <laughs> We're just like, but, can't wait for Sunday. The spoiler last alert, they win. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to tell you what happens in this episode. The Bulls win yes. the championship. Yes. And the next one, they're going to win another championship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, and yet we were intrigued. And yet as a, as a, as a Pacer partisan who had the uh, Bulls yeah. down in game seven, when Michael made his return on the road, mind you, and then having to live that again. And then having to see, uh, you know, them make the Pacer fans look bad. The little Karen yeah. in the audience. I <laughs> oh, God. I'm like, we're not all like that in Indianapolis. <laughs> but everybody has a few crazy Karens in their city. I mean, come on. Everyone does. <laughs> if you don't, then maybe your city's not big enough. Um, what a time that was, though, man. That was well, such a well-done documentary. The last dance for them to get all that footage and stuff. And I'm sure now like, we get more people to do that stuff now. So it... Whenever the documentaries of like the recent times come out in 20 to 25 years, I don't know if it's going to feel as special, or at least for us, because we have so much access mm -hmm. to everything with social media and all that. Back then, you, we, oh, we yeah. all were just kind of in the dark. You would see what you see in the game, and then you, you'd read you, what you You had to wait for the highlights yeah. or re actually read the, read the newspaper in the morning. The we had these things, by the way, for those that are under 25, called newspapers that we would read, read in the morning. Like that. Well, dude, we sound so damn old. I know. We'll, we'll try to get back to 2023 on the other side. Yes. <laughs> Mavericks and the Suns are playing right now in Phoenix. We'll get you updated with an in-game number on that. And also Purdue, Michigan, as well as USC and UCLA. We promise we're not geriatric. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight.
This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VEASAN experts have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit vcin.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's V-S-I-N slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds halfway through the show. Still second half of the show to go. Uh, the big news, though, Wes, here just happened in this Mavericks-Suns game. Uh, we were watching this one during the break here, and there's an injury to a key mm-hmm. player. Yeah, while we were lamenting the decline of Western civilization, uh, Luka Doncic uh, was gimpy going back to the locker room ankle issue. Uh, Questionable for the return. I haven't seen an update as of yet, but while that has happened, Phoenix Suns out to a 28-19 lead. uh, uh, 3.30 left to go. Suns 4-6, hot start from three. DeAndre Ayton, who I bet over the prop at 17.5, six points, but nine rebounds, so looking at least promising in ter- in terms of the start. I don't want him to get too far out ahead and him be, you know, sometimes you get that with points props where it's like, okay, you get yeah. too far ahead. And then you, when you look, if you, especially if you're not watching the game and you're like looking at a game cast or a box score, so-and-so in for your player. And that is a heart sinking feeling. Yeah. You don't yeah. want that feeling. That's, that's, uh, that's like getting, getting the heart ripped out. It's like right where you can see, you remember the Simpsons episode with uh, Lisa where she was sitting next to Ralph Wiggum? See, if you pause it here, Lisa, you can see where you rip his heart out. And he goes, because when she said, I don't like you, he was like, <laughs> that's how you feel, man. When it's like you're bit. just like a point away from getting a prop or you need that one more assist or one more rebound, whatever it may be. And they just get gutted. Yeah, and then uh, you're too far ahead, and then they take you out of the ge- your guy out of the game. Well, from an in-game standpoint, Phoenix is now laying five and a half, totals at 227 and a half. Obviously, oftentimes these markets are moving based off of algorithms, and they're very heavily attached to whatever the closing spread was. And – Sometimes you get a little bit of an adjustment, but would you ever in a situation where like a player like Luka Doncic, who's one of those heliocentric kind of guys where the entire offense revolves around him, would you then bet Phoenix here with him now out? unquestionable to return with an ankle you you certainly could but but uh, but i think you know that it that does get a little risky because sometimes guys will step up yeah sometimes guys will be like okay fellas you know we got to get it together here so uh and i, I think you also got to take in mind uh, as i'm looking right now at the uh, scheduling spot uh for both of these teams phoenix by the way has not played since tuesday where they did run out the hornets 128 to 97 and then dallas uh they played Tuesday night, having to start a little quick two-game road trip. They'll have Utah on Saturday, but they did lose to the Wizards by one at home. So I'm not going to jump in just yet. I mean, obviously, that seems like the prudent thing to do. Yeah, definitely the knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, but, but, but you know, then you're going to get Phoenix uh, with, their, with their second unit in the game, and then that could very much even out. Have you been seeing what's going on in Los Angeles here? USC, I have been. since the start of the second half, 
is on a 25 to 6 run mm-hmm. against UCLA. Like they were down, they look like oh, I guess UCLA is going to kind of suffocate. This is two second dudes. halves now for USC where they have absolutely outplayed the Bruins. I, I don't They're know. I don't know if we have her for tomorrow, but we're going to have to dub her Angry Alvari. <laughs> If we do, we do have Danielle. angry Alvari <laughs> tomorrow, just put that Chiron up when she comes on. If uh, her Bruins lose this one, five of seven from the second half wow. for the USC Trojans from the three, man, they're on fire. Like they, they, they can't miss everything's going on for them. And then the Galen center is now alive and well, because they see their team, uh, they, they got the top 10 Bruins in town tonight. And this, and, is, a and, big and, rivalry. And this is, I think a game that USC does kind of need here to kind of yeah. prove Okay, we're a tournament team. Look, they're six and three in the Pac-12. They would probably get in. I think the tournament at this standpoint. I uh, yeah. I don't really start checking a lot of the bracketology to be honest with you until like February. That's when I really start because that's after, where after Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> well, it feels like you know, even though the selection committee and I believe you know they're telling the truth here, where they're like, we don't necessarily value the last ten games. We value the whole body of work. I think sometimes it's it, it's an it's a little bit of a nudge yes. to be honest with you uh, if a team finishes really well. So, you know, you sometimes you see a team that was really good early in the season then not late make it and then sometimes you see a team win their way into the tournament. And also, I am not buying what the selection committee is saying. I know. I'm they're, like, they're, we're all I, humans. I, I try to defend them because the NCAA is headquartered in my own town of Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, when they're meeting at the Weston Hotel. Oh, and I ain't buying it yeah, for a second. Body man. of work. Body of work. No. Because, see, right now they're showing bracketology. Last team in per Joe Lenardi. Out with the loss tonight. This is so funny, though. I'm like, it's right? January. Hey, can't, can't Out get, with the loss tonight. The brackets can't get them soon enough. But apparently. but but people but people love it, man, and oh, it's yeah. it's spurred an injury. Like everybody has a bracket or an industry, I should say. Yeah. Uh, everybody has a bracketologist now. The reason why I don't buy into what they're saying is because that we all fall victim to recency bias, and I think as betters, we try to do as good a job to not fall victim to it. But like, it's it's very easy it's it's easy to just be like all right what's the last thing i saw mm-hmm. that is what's important and, and every human does it so i think yeah i don't think that the community would be like well we take the entire thing into account blah 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 like no i think the second half of the season gets weighed a little bit heavier yeah. than the first now half now the, the one thing i'm i'm always curious about because you always hear it from the analysts they're <laughs> like i test yeah. i'm like is there really such a thing as eye test. No, because I don't you, think that they do that when they're looking at net rankings and all this stuff. Well, how can you have an eye test if you can't possibly watch every single game? Yeah. So if you're saying that I use the eye test, well, then your test is incomplete because there's no like no person on planet Earth has watched every single college basketball game this season. Not even John Rothstein, mm-hmm. who we love on this program. <laughs> well, some people have hobbies. He watches college basketball. <laughs> exactly. As much as he watches it, and as crazy as he seems to be, there's no—you don't have enough time in the day. And even if you're watching these games, like there's games going on simultaneously, you cannot get a true feel yeah. while you're watching multiple games at the same time. I, 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 so there's no but, such thing as an eye test. Everyone's n- using the numbers to kind of help guide. Abs- what absolutely, they think, you, know? you know. But I, we can't wait for. I think we're like 44 days, by the way, away from Selection Sunday, God, and uh, un- unfortunately, not an easy way to transition <clears throat> in this. I do have some sad news. This reported Uh-oh. by Mark Packer 
uh, who is the son of Billy Packer. Billy Packer, oh, no. longtime CBS analyst on many, many Final Fours, including with our own Brent Musburger mm-hmm. for many years, and then subsequently with Jim Nance. Billy Packer has passed away. Uh, this per Mark Packer on Twitter. So, look, grow, growing up, I mean, yeah. he, he and, and Brent were the voices. That was the voice, You know, yeah. for years, and then it was Jim Nance and Billy Packer, and before that, Billy Packer was at NBC mm-hmm. with uh, Al McGuire and Dick Enberg, you know, in kind of the early 80s. So, sad news. That Billy Packer, news. Uh, very much an institution in college basketball. 100%, yeah. I mean, growing up, I remember, like, the Final Fours. I mean, for me, because I – it was always Jim Nance and then Billy Packer that were on the call there. I mean, Nance has been calling Final Fours for a while there. Brent obviously called many of Final Fours as well. He here. called uh, the, one of the greatest sports moments of my life. Of course, that was the uh, 1987. Yeah, uh, smart. smart hits the shot Yeah. in yeah. New Orleans, 74-73 over Syracuse. So, uh, yeah, I mean, just when, when there, you know, we get attached, I think, to some of these broadcasters. I mean, Mm-hmm. You know, when I was little, it was Pat Summerall and John Madden. They were the main NFL team. 100%. Now for the younger generation, it's Buck and Aikman, or it's, uh, you know, now Tarico and Collinsworth, Michaels yeah. and Collinsworth for years, and or Nance and Romo. And you get these same announcers every single year, and they've been doing it. We were talking, I think, a couple nights ago. This weekend, by the way, conference championship weekend in the NFL. Mm-hmm. This is the 30th straight year James Brown will be in the will be on the set yeah. on Fox and CBS in both those uh, tenures uh, as uh, on the conference championship Sunday. It, it's 30 pretty, years. It's pretty crazy, and like, we had like the goofy kind of segment of the knowing your history and all that stuff. But that's what we're talking about. Like this is all part of that when you grow up and and for us, we're obviously sports junkies. That's why we have the jobs that we have yeah. now. And you just remember all these seminal moments in all these sports across the board. And you always remember who calls those. Yes, you do. Yes. And all that. And, and it's like it, th- those voices now become synonymous with the sport. Billy Packer, definitely a voice that is synonymous with college basketball. So uh, we send our condolences to the Packer family there. Mark Packer uh, tweeting that out just about 21 minutes ago, sharing the sad news from his family. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's definitely something that you take with you. As you move on through life, it's like, oh, I remember Summerall and Madden. Mm-hmm. I mean, me being a Cowboy fan, just Summerall and Madden was just how I grew up. Just when they start to run these ads now that they're going to oh, do yeah. for the NCAA tournament, all the great calls, all the buzzer beater. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if they use Gus anymore because he's at Fox. The slipper still fits. Yeah, I don't think they use that one anymore. <laughs> they should, though. <laughs> Contractually, are they allowed to use it? <laughs> Probably since they was using CBS mics back mm-hmm. then. I guess that's neither here nor there. But, uh, uh, yeah, rest easy, Billy Packer. Uh, hard to transition from that, but we will try to do that on the other side as we continue here on VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abemafe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Football fans with conference championships this weekend, it is time to check out Bet Rivers. You can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by Squares this football season. Place $10 or more in qualifying bets and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and condition available at BetRiverSquares.com. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds taking in a little bit of NBA and college hoops. The big story, though, in the NBA broadcast showing it right now on TNT between the Mavericks and the Suns. Luka Doncic, the Mavericks star and MVP candidate, suffered a left ankle sprain and is out for the remainder of the game against the Phoenix Suns. X-rays negative, according to Chris Haynes, senior NBA insider for TNT and Bleacher Report. So uh, a bummer Mm -hmm. that Luka Doncic is out, and uh, it's a left ankle sprain. And unfortunately, our jobs here as bettors, as people who talk about betting, is to try to find – what the trickle-down effect is of said injury. Yeah, not a lot of options right now as I'm looking at at, at DraftKings. Of course, we just ended the quarter, so, you know, give it a couple minutes. But mm. mostly Phoenix Suns props are, are what I'm seeing in terms of, like, the in terms of the points. And then uh, as I flip over the uh, tab for the, uh, the rebounds, yeah, I'm seeing pretty much all Suns, like Aiton and Bridges and all those guys have props up, mm. but I don't see – 
any uh, Mavericks. That doesn't mean that there won't be, but obviously going to take a little while now that Luca was just officially announced as out. If in fact that they are going to put those up, by the way, it was a high scoring first quarter, 32 apiece. And now the Mavs go ahead and take a lead 15 to four run in the uh, last 340 of the ball game. So that's why I didn't necessarily jump in like with both feet necessarily on the Suns. Yeah, right now I'm seeing the updated money line there. Phoenix minus 160, Dallas plus 130 as the Mavericks continue to fight hard here without Luka Doncic. Phoenix, though, laying three and a half on the in-game spread there, and the total is at 226 and a half there. So I would imagine that a lot of those props, if you bet some overs on some of the Dallas Mavericks role players, you're in a pretty solid position now that those roles, yeah, I think everyone so. like, steps up a little bit. Here. You know, like the, uh, well, maybe a little bit of the Dwight Powells and the Dorian Finney-Smiths. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a- absolutely. Uh, so, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie, maybe he'll get some uh, more shots tonight. Tim Hardaway Jr. So certainly something you want to uh, definitely keep in mind. Uh, a real quick update because we are underway uh, uh, down under. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. By the way, uh, uh, it was the 40th anniversary this past weekend of the song Down Under being number one on the American Top 40 from uh, The Great Men at Work. Yeah. <laughs> one of my, that was my favorite song, by the way, when I was six years old. I love that song. I'm not going to try to sing it. I love that song. But anyway, we are Down Under at the uh, Australian Open, uh, the first of two semifinals tonight. Stefano Tsitsipas, uh, the third-seeded man from Greece, against Karen Kachanov, uh, who I don't believe claims anybody because he is uh, from Russia or oh, they, yeah. they're, they're not allowed to do it, uh, yeah. you know, for obvious reasons. Uh, but Tsitsipas yep. goes ahead and holds serve. Uh, so we're just one game in. Tsitsipas, by the way, was uh, minus $3 by and large on the close, plus 250 uh, for, the, uh, for uh, Karen Kachinov. And then the second semifinal, that'll be in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. That'll be Novak Djokovic, the number four seed against the unseeded American Tommy Paul. What a run he's made. <laughs> <laughs> Up against it tonight, though, Novak Djokovic minus 2,500. Tommy Paul about plus $12. Yeah, I'm seeing at DraftKings right now. If you want Joker, you can lay minus 1,800 if that's how you prefer. Oh, wow, that's a discount. That. You're getting a little bit of a discount there. Uh, so if you want to go ahead and you got the bankroll to go ahead and make it worth your while. Mm-hmm. I'm not recommending it. I'm just saying it's something that you could do. Uh, <laughs> Tommy Paul over at DK is 10 to 1. Uh, to win this game. But right now, Sitsipas minus 360, Kachanov plus 275. Like Wes mentioned, as we are through one game, Sitsipas with the one game advantage here in the opening set. This is a semifinal, right? Yeah, first semifinal. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. They're going to have, a, and then they'll have the final, I believe, uh, uh, Saturday night in the morning, early to Sunday morning, the uh, women's final, of course, tomorrow. Elena Rabakina against Arena Sabalenka. Sabalenka about minus 140. Plus 110 on Rabikina. So a pretty even matchup there in yeah. the finals. Rabikina actually took a little bit of money out of my pocket uh, this past summer because I had Anj Jabor mm-hmm. in the women's and the ladies, I yes. guess is what they call it, at the Wimbledon. I had a 28 to 1 ticket on Anj Jabor, and mm-hmm. she was just playing well on grass and going all the way through. But luckily, I hedged a little on Rabikina. They're all like, okay, like, let me just make sure. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, like I don't want to go ahead and lose this ticket here, so I hedged a little, made a li- made a little bit of money, but it's clearly a, a much less than I would have made if had Andre Jabour won that won that tournament there. But uh, Rabikina, uh, we got a little bit of beef. Yeah, is what I'm saying. So yeah, so Sabalenka, I'm rooting for you. I have no money on the Aussie Open, mm-hmm. but uh, rooting for Sabalenka. Unless you have some, but 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 some, but, some but you don't take things personally. I don't take things personally. <laughs> I don't. Just roll hold, right hold, off your back. Holding on to a a, a a grudge all the way back in July. 
<laughs> That's what we're doing. You have a very long memory. Like an elephant. <laughs> it's the elephants are the ones with the long memories, yes. right? Okay, cool. I'm glad I didn't screw that up. Uh, right we, we, you got you got your animal reference. Uh, you you didn't do like the uh, the uh, Austin Powers. He's the uh, snake to my mongoose, yeah. or the mongoose to my snake. I don't really know animals. I haven't seen Austin Powers in so long, but it is. Like, I want to see if it holds up mm-hmm. because like back then, of course, it's funny. Like International Man of Mystery. Yes, I wasn't a huge fan of Goldfinger. Yeah, like it was. It was like okay, yeah, yeah whatever. But uh, yeah, no, Austin Powers back in the day was. Was that was that the one with Beyonce in it? It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was kind of my not because of her. No, but no. that was kind of like my least yeah. favorite. Yeah, I think, it was, I think it was at that point. I like the okay, Spy we, Who Shagged Me Spy with shagged him and Heather really Graham good. and yep, yep. Yeah. all the other assorted characters. Yeah, that's a. It, it was. I mean, it was, there were funny movies back in the day, but it's been a while since I've seen them. So I'd like to go back and run them back and see if it uh if it holds up because sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't. <laughs> But hopefully it does. Like, we uh, thought this was funny. Yeah, right? It's like, wow, we're idiots. Uh, right now, between UCLA and USC, Trojans up 56-53. The game started to slow down here a touch. USC laying one and a half on the end game. Bruins plus 120 on the money line. Uh, Trojans, they're playing well. I mean, but if they go cold, because yeah. they shot the ball incredibly well to start the first half there. They go cold. They could get and, a good problem. And, and their lead has been uh, dipped into, I believe, the uh, next uh, dead ball. Next whistle will be the under four minute timeout here. So, yeah, USC uh, uh, was running away and has, you know, shot the ball very well here in the second half, especially from the three. Man, big ba- big time basket there. Uh, U- UCLA is is really good defensively too. So, you know, there we've seen. I've seen UCLA so many times though. Last four minutes of games, they are very, very hard to beat. But seven turnovers in the second half and only six made buckets wow. for the for the uh, Bruins, rather. That's very unlike them because don't they? They're like one of the top teams in the country. They don't. Yeah, they, yeah. They they force you to turn it over and they don't turn it over. UCLA, I believe, eleventh uh, in the country, only turned it over on fourteen point eight percent of their possessions, and then forcing you to turn it over is the opponent a little over 25%. That's seventh best in the country. So uh, UCLA now going to go to the line here. Uh, 311 left to go, 58 to 54. Other game with ranked implications here is we are about to head to the four-minute timeout. Every time Michigan makes a little bit of run, Purdue hits a big shot yeah. every single time. We talk about UCLA doing that. Remember, they did that last Thursday against Arizona State. That last nine minutes, Arizona State. Arizona State was winning that game throughout, and then that last nine minutes, they couldn't do anything against the Bruins. And that's what championship teams do. That's what Final Four contenders do. And uh, you're seeing it both with UCLA and uh, Purdue right now. Zach Eady, 19.7 rebounds. Hunter Dickinson on the other side, 18 and six. So that's pretty much been an even deal. But really, it's just been Purdue getting a little bit better shots, beating UCLA on the glass, 29-21. Or, excuse me, Michigan, I should say. Uh, Real quick, let's do some rapid-fire Pac-12 as these games are about to tip off at 8 o'clock. you got about a minute 20 to get these all in. Arizona State at Washington. I'm on Sun Devils on the money line. I laid Mm -hmm. minus 140, but they're 2.5 on the spread total at 145. I lean Sun Devils here. They did just get swept at home. Washington is is very much, you know, like a couple other Big Ten teams or (laughs) Pac-12 teams where they're just really inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, and so I didn't know, you know, they really have tr- struggles uh, scoring. They don't have a lot of shot makers on that team. So mm-hmm. lean Sun Devils. Arizona will be in the Palouse or on the Palouse, I should say. 
I worked in that area. I don't know why I messed that up. Uh, taking on Washington State, uh, Arizona five point favorites. Total one forty four and a half. A little bit of a revenge. Yeah, spot definitely a revenge spot because uh, uh, the Cougs absolutely took it to them. Mm-hmm. And not only as twelve point underdogs, one outright by double digits. Uh, I lean Washington State. Arizona is getting a little bit of late money here, though. I'm starting to see some sixes on the board. Yeah, I played the over 144, hoping for points there. Utah, Oregon State, Utes seven and a half point favorites, total 129 and a half. Yeah, uh, you know, we'll see if the Utes can, like, get a big cover on the road. They're obviously very good at home. Oregon State broke a six-game losing streak with a win at Cal on Sunday. Hoping it's a grinded-out rock fight. I'm on under 129.5 between the Utes and the Beavers. That does it for hour number two. Hour number three, we talk a little NFL, some golf, as well as all the hoops that we got here on a Thursday night. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com.com slash compatibility.